Welcome to the God and Cancel Culture podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Stephen Strang, and recently I finished a book by the same title. I started this podcast to draw attention to the book. I knew it would draw a new listenership, but this podcast actually ran on the Strang Report. There is a chance you already heard it, so I like to give that disclaimer. Today, my podcast is with General Michael Flynn, an American who I respect as much as I respect anyone. He served our country with valor for many years and then went through some of the worst persecution any American has ever had to endure at the hand of its own government. You're going to hear our conversation. We talk about communism. We talk about the threats to our health, the passivity of many Americans and Christians, and really what's happening in our country. He is speaking at the Reawaken America Tour in Grand Rapids, Michigan, on August 19th, 20th, and 21st. It's one of several. In fact, it's the fourth he's spoken at. There are others in the future that we talk about. I've been invited to speak at the one in Grand Rapids. I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope that this podcast will motivate you to go. And if you listen to this after it's over, to maybe find out about it in the future. After this introduction, you'll hear my exclusive interview with Michael Flynn. Stay tuned. Welcome to The Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. General Michael Flynn, it's such an honor to be able to interview you. I consider you one of the most respected people, certainly conservatives in America. So thank you for being on my podcast today. And I'm looking forward to seeing you at the Reawaken America rally that's up in Grand Rapids. Tell me how you got involved with these tours with Clay Clark. Well, it's been a few months now. We're This will be the fourth one up in uh, Grand Rapids. See, Clay and I met a while back through another, uh, an endorsement that I made out in Oklahoma. And we got talking. And one of the things that I wanted to do after sort of the persecution that I went through, Steve, is I wanted to go and do a thank you tour around America. And I wanted to just thank people for their support, their kindness, their generosity for standing by my family and I for four years of just what was an incredible level of injustice as uh, as I think not only Americans learned about, but the whole world learned about because, you know, it's, it was a really an international case. Um, and so that was the, that was the initial discussion. And then we got talking about all the other things that are going on in the country from the, uh, the, the, the fraud or the lack of, you know, the incredible misrepresentation of what's going on with the three November election, everything that it had to do with, the COVID craziness that we are experiencing, that everybody is fully aware of, the various decisions that are coming out of the current administration, the you know administration run by Joe Biden, and so as we got talking about it, we said, well, why don't we, why don't we raise the notch up, and and uh, and I'll be part of it as as a, you know, as not only somebody in the national security you know arena, but also uh, someone who the Amer- the American public have gotten to know about and. So I can I can, you know, say thank you 
and also talk about what I believe the country, where, where the country is heading and what the, I believe the country needs to do. And then we would bring in uh, various health experts, Steve, to talk about some of the health concerns and some of the, frankly, the religious freedom concerns, the health freedom concerns, the liberty and freedom concerns that we have. And that's really what, so that, that first conversation turned into what I call these health and freedom festivals that uh, we are now into our fourth one. We, we started in Tulsa. We went to um, Tampa. Uh, we went to Anaheim, California. We now have the one up in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And we are going to do a couple of others uh, out in Colorado, down in Texas. Uh, and I know that they're not going to end there. We will continue to beat the drum of, uh, of, of freedom, uh, liberty, and, uh, and our beautiful Constitution, as well as thanking the American people for, for stepping up and getting involved in various ways around the country. And I, you know, we can talk about that as we go in this, in this uh, interview here today. But this is really about uh, saving this country and saving America. This is no longer about, you know, making America great again. America has always been great. America has been great since the founder, since the founders turned it into a great country. This is now about saving our country from tyranny and uh, dictatorship and communism, uh, as much as it is about saving and protecting our religious and health freedoms around the around the country. Well, you certainly have met a need. Uh, if you watch the media, if you listen to a lot of politicians, it's kind of like the left has won. You guys need to shut up and go away. Uh, we're going to do things right. the way we want to. And we see our country just almost the one we know and love almost disappearing before our eyes. And also with people, so many people locked down. Now I'm down in Florida where we have a great governor, Ron DeSantis, and yeah. it hasn't been nearly as extreme down here, but a lot of people haven't even hardly been in a crowd. And I've watched each of them on live stream and the enthusiasm is just off the charts. And I'm looking forward to Grand Rapids in just a couple of weeks, but I'm curious what specific goals you hope will come out of this. I mean, you, you listed a whole lot of reasons to have them, but do yep. you and Clay and the other leaders have specific goals that you hope will result from this tour that you're on? Yes, yes. So the specific goals are a, a much greater understanding and awareness of our election security and our election system in this country, and then what people can specifically do at their local levels to fix that, to correct that problem that we have, because the elections and our vote, specifically our vote, is a sacrosanct right, liberty, freedom that we have. And it's what makes all of us equal to each other on that, on that, at that single moment in time when we vote. The person with the least of means or the person with the most of means in this country are equal on that, at that particular moment in time. So specifically, we want to address election integrity, election security, and the system that we have to vote and what we need to do in order for us to have the, uh, the privilege of voting. That's number one. Number two, we want to specifically address the health issues surrounding everything from that, that deals with COVID and this COVID craziness that we're having shoved down our throats, a, a highly, quote unquote, highly contagious pandemic disease that uh, where we know even our own CD, former CDC director or CDC dictator in chief, Fauci, right? who said masks weren't 
useful at all. So why are we being forced to wear masks? Why are we being forced to, to cloister our, our voices and to shut down our freedom of speech in order to say anything about the health choices that we have in this country? So, so specifically, we want to address what people need to know about COVID, what people need to know about these PCR tests that we know are false tests. We know that the numbers have been incorrect. We know that the the, the lies and the deceit that our, our own government is addressing when it comes to COVID and that people, frankly, the vaccines, so, so they're going to be, there are health experts, and I mean some of the best in the country and some of the best in the world are, will be addressing these, uh, this particular one in Grand Rapids. So specifically, it's about the health choices that we have, what people need to be aware of, and then what people need to take back to their local communities to address what with their own local uh, representatives, whether it's at school boards or whether it's in a, uh, a community or a parish or a town council or at a, or at a county level uh, board of commissioners. The third thing really has to do with religious freedom, because we will have people with national platforms, religious leaders that have national platforms, whether it's, the, whether it's ben, uh, Leon, Bishop Leon Benjamin from, uh, from uh, Virginia, or Bill Cook of the Black Robe Regiment. I mean, other people who are, who are particularly involved in religious freedom. Jackson Lawmeyer is another one from Oklahoma, Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer from Oklahoma, who I have also endorsed uh, to run for uh, U.S. Senate against uh, Langford, who's stabbed Donald Trump not only in the back, but in the forehead on the 6th of January. And, I, and don't let me forget to address the 6th of January and the commission that Nancy Pelosi is going to drive down our throats. So religious freedom is going to be specifically addressed as to what you can and cannot do, what you should and should not know about, what you need to understand. So religious freedom uh, is another area. So we're really talking about our, our right to vote, our health freedom choices, our religious freedom choices. And then let me specifically address the, uh, what, I'm, what I'm calling, uh, Steve, I'm calling the Insurrection Crucifixion Commission, uh, driven down the throats of America by Nancy Pelosi. When they come back, when the Congress comes back uh, after their recess on or about the 16th of September, that commission is going to kick into high gear. And it's going to divide this country like you've never seen. If you thought that the election and the outcome of this fraudulent election was going to divide this country, which they which it is, and they don't care that they got caught, they don't care that that they stole the presidential election through, you know, in the middle of the night, through mail-in balloting, through dead voters, through whatever the machines did or didn't do. I mean, all this craziness about that. And then all of a sudden we had, whether it's peaceful protesters, if somebody, if somebody trespassed, broke a window, did damage to the Capitol steps, did, the, did damage to the Capitol property, I, you know, I mean, then they, then they should face a consequence. I don't know what those, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know exactly what those consequences should be. But yesterday, in yesterday's filing, in a Department of Justice filing, the Department of Just Us, I, and I spell that J-U-S-T dash U-S, the Department of Just Us, because it's all about them and finding convictions instead of seeking the truth. But they filed yesterday that they, and they admitted in a filing that they had exculpatory information that they were hiding, that they were holding on to, that they were not allowing people to uh, that were being persecuted by our government to have. 
I mean, boy, do I know about exculpatory information that was being hidden from me for four years that we now know, you know, a lie that I didn't commit and a, and a pardon that I didn't need. So now we have people being held in jail in Washington, D.C. by judges who are so corrupt. And our, our system of government is no longer about we the people. It's about we the we the leaders. In, and, I, and I use the term the word leaders loosely in Washington, D.C. So that's specifically what we are uh, going to address and, and how people can be better informed. How do they need to get better informed? The types of, of things that they need to listen to, the types of, of places that they need to watch. Your show is one of them. I mean, I'm glad that you're showing your, your, your book, God and the Cancel Culture. I mean, my God, you know, when we talk about God, you, you know, God is being ripped out of the fabric of our Constitution. God is being ripped out of the fabric of certainly one, one part of our government. I mean, we the people, and I keep saying we the people, it's really all Americans that, that if, they, if they really knew what our history was, if we taught our history, if we taught Civics 101 in our grade school, our elementary, in our secondary schools like they used to do, or we used to teach religion in our schools, depending on which state you're from, you'd learn a little bit more about it. Now, but our, our entire country was founded on really religious people fleeing from religious persecution in the 1500s and 1600s to come to this country. And, and, and then when they got here to this new world, then they started to see the tyranny that they were facing from the British. You know, and we're thank God that we're still in the in the win-loss column. We're still, you know. Us Americans are one victory versus the the tyranny and the monarch of the of the British in the uh, 1700s. So we got sick of mo- of a monarch or a tyrannical dictatorship then, and uh, and if they try to force that kind of tyranny down our throats, the American people will not have it. So so uh, you know I'll take a breath here, Steve, and I'll and I'll tell I'll say one other thing because I think that it's really important. You know, and I, and I, you're in, like you say, you're in the state of Florida, but even in the state of Florida, it's at risk. It's at risk. And we've seen the various fights that have taken place in school boards and in communities and counties in Florida that even Ron DeSantis is, as much as he's had to step up to fight it, you know, Ron DeSantis needs to stay and focus on Florida for now, you know, whether or not he's, he's got a shot at 2024. We have to get 2020 resolved, okay? And before we can even start thinking about 2022, he's he's at risk in Florida. For your listeners in Florida, he's at risk in Florida to win uh, the governorship back in 2022. People, and I use this phrase, and I mean it, local action has a national impact. And what does that mean? That means that people have to get involved in their local communities like they've never been involved in their local communities in the past. There's no more choice for us. There's no more taking for granted our freedom and our liberties and allowing those that get elected into office, you know, do their job. Because what we've learned is that those people that we've just sort of gone in blindly and voted for, they're now usurping our privileges. They're not fighting for us the way that they should be fighting for us at the local level. So there are a lot of seats that go unfilled. There are a lot of volunteer positions that go unfilled, particularly on the conservative side. And I will tell you, the Republican National Party, don't give them a dime. 
Don't give the Republican Party of Florida a dime. Go find a, a person running for office, whether it's a veteran who I want more veterans to step up and run for office, or whether it's somebody who you go and check out yourself and listen to and say, you know what? That person sounds like a good person. I, I trust that they will get in there and fight for me. Give them your money. Don't be given to these party party apparatuses anymore a dime because they're not they're not doing the they're not doing what we thought that they should be doing. They're not fighting back for the theft of our own presidential election and the down ballot vote. There were a lot more people. There were a lot more Republicans, a lot more conservatives who won that are not in office right now because the Republican establishment who who took. Steve, they took $300 million from the American people after the election to fight voter fraud, okay? To fight the voter fraud that we found, $300 million across this country. And they haven't spent a dime, not a dime in, in uh, Arizona, in the Arizona audit, okay? So that's, that's to me, that's, that's theft of the Republican and the conservative movement in this country by the Republican National Party. So- this is not a this is not a show to bash the Republican National Party. This is to me, this is about finding those people who will fight for our freedoms, Steve. And our freedoms are the, the one fact, the one fact that is unassailable, it is indisputable. And that's the fact that all nation states rise and they fall. And I always say that, you know, have you ever met anybody from the the empire of Byzantine, right? The Byzantine empire. Everybody always uses the word, man, that's Byzantine to describe something that's old. It's one of the oldest empires that ever existed in the history of the world, the Byzantine empire. Well, it's not around anymore. So the fact of life is there, as empires rise and fall, and, and we are the American empire, and we are an empire of liberty. We are an empire of justice. We are an empire of truth. But the fact is, is that we will not last forever and we won't last forever because the people of a society give up and they allow they allow tyranny to settle in to overtake liberty. And are we at that moment in time in our history? And I want to tell people that that there are still many, many freedom loving people, millions, as millions, as hundreds of millions of people in our country, in the United States of America. There's a hundred there's. Millions in places like the state of Florida and other places of uh, around this country. But people have to get off their dead rear ends and get involved in their local communities. Local action will have a national impact and it will change the way and change the direction of our country if people get involved. Let, you know, let those people that are in Washington, D.C., if they're fighting for you and they're and they're good, strong, conservative voices and they're from Florida, let's say, Maybe your audience is a is a is a large Florida audience, but I bet it's probably greater than that. I think if you have a good member of Congress or if you have a senator who's actually fighting, but I don't see too many senators fighting. I don't see a lot of senators fighting for election fraud or election integrity, election security. They ought to be screaming about it. I see some members of the House, but even them, their voices are quashed because they start to look at their own political ambitions and they decide, well, you know, maybe I'll one day I'll run for this or I'll run for that. And so I don't want to say too much. Well, you know what? Get out of the way because you're not helping this country and you're not helping the, the, the future of this country. You're not helping my grandchildren to live in a country that is free, fair and has 
liberty at its founding, individual liberty at its founding, instead has a government that is not for we the people, but is actually for them, those that live in Washington, D.C., and take our money and, and then basically do the wrong things with it. I mean, I don't even, you know, we're, we didn't get on the show today to talk about this infrastructure bill, but this infrastructure bill, this multi-trillion dollar infrastructure bill has nothing to do with the with things that are going to come back and help we the people down at the in the bowels of the of the basements of of uh, what of uh, of the United States of America. Oh, those of us that are out there fighting for this country are out there working and hard hardworking Americans around this country who are looking at our government and going, "What the heck is going on?" And what the heck is going on? Our country is being stolen from us by communists, by a very small minority of people who, are, who now are in control and they took control from things like using things like this COVID stuff. They took control using, using the theft of our election and they're now taking control by additional lockdowns and propaganda in the media. And as your, uh, your book title says, you know, stealing God and, and this cancel culture and this censorship culture that we have that censored a sitting president of the United States of America. Think about that, Steve. That alone should, should irritate uh, every American that they would state because it's not the president of America. And it's, it's the presidency who a duly elected president of the United States of America, meaning the entire American electorate was censored when they censored Donald Trump back in January, well, January of 2021, while he was still the president. They censor the presidency. They censor the American people. That's what they're doing. And the American people need to wake up. Local action has a national impact. So well, I agree I'll, get with off, you. I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> and uh, what you're saying is so important and so well said. It's things that I've, as a Christian journalist, I've written about, including in this book. And I live down here in Florida. That's my perspective. But of course, our audience is national and international. And I'm just trying to do my part to sound the alarm. And that's why I'm glad to connect with people like Clay Clark. You know, you commented on many things, including uh, the Republican and Democratic parties. When I was younger, I was a Democrat. I didn't leave the Democratic Party. It left me. I could no yeah. longer vote for anybody who is a Democrat. But Same now the here. Republicans aren't a whole lot better. I say they're like Coke and Pepsi. You know, maybe there's a little tiny bit of difference, but not much. And I agree with you. We should not give the parties any money. I, I've uh, supported good, strong, conservative Christians who I knew personally in a strong way, but never the party. So I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. You know, one of the things that you mentioned was religious freedom, and it's tied into this whole COVID thing, because one of the worst things that I think happened with the pandemic and the lockdown is that they locked down churches some in parts of the country more than others. And we don't lose our religious freedom, our First Amendment rights, just because there's a crisis. Now, down here in Florida, we have hurricanes. And if one blows in on Saturday and Sunday, guess what? The churches are closed, but so is Walmart. And so is the police station. They won't even come out and get you because it's too dangerous. But with COVID, they left Walmart open. You could go to the liquor store, in California, the marijuana dispensaries, but you couldn't go to church. And then when they opened it up, it was like 25 people. I think that some of these leftist governors like Gavin Newsom were flexing their muscle to see what church people would 
go along with. And most of them were very, very passive. And I write about this in my books. Christian people that are concerned about the same issues that we're talking about often don't vote or they're afraid to speak up. The other side doesn't seem to be afraid to speak up. So I think that one of the benefits of this tour is that people like you and Mike Lindell and some of the others who are there are speaking up. And even though they're censored in many, many ways, the national news doesn't pay them much attention. The word is getting out with the technology right. that we have today. And one of the frontline doctors who you probably know, Dr. Stella Manuel, is very, very strong. And in fact, I'm publishing her book next month. Nobody would touch it. But I read the book myself, and I think she has some very important things to say, not only about medicine, but she's, in my opinion, a real woman of God. And she believes that there's spiritual forces behind all of this. And one of my main concerns in this book, God and Cancer Culture, I have a whole chapter on, it's not cancer culture, it's communism. And we could call it socialism. There's other terms, wokeness, but really it's a move toward communism, just like what happened in Venezuela. You know, Venezuela was the reportedly the most prosperous country in South America, even more than Brazil. And now it's like a third world nation. And it just took a decade or so for that to happen. And I interview a New Zealander named Trevor Loudon who now lives in America. And he says, if America goes down, the rest of the West goes down. And he's very concerned specifically about China. I mean, they how many viruses have come out of China? They have now proven they can bring the world to its knees by just releasing another virus. And, and this new Delta variant is almost like a new virus. And you talk about the vaccines and so forth. My wife and I, I mean, this is anecdotal, but my wife and I went to a wedding where they only invited people who'd been vaccinated. My wife and I both had mild cases of COVID, so we had the immunities, and so they made an exception. 20 out of the 60 people there have come down with COVID, including two people at our table, and my wife and I are as healthy as can be. So that makes me think that a lot of yeah. what we're hearing is not true. So I'm trying to sound the alarm, Dr. Stella Manuel is, you are Mike Lindell. I have so much respect for Mike Lindell. And I don't know if he's been persecuted or you've been pre persecuted worse, probably you because it ended up in the courts. But I just have so much respect for you and for uh, the others who are speaking. Thank God people are standing up. We haven't lost yet, but if things right. keep going in this trend, uh, we're going to get to a tipping point, like in a chair, you know, you tip back. And if you tip too far, you get to a point where you can never, you know, right, get right the recover. chair anymore. That's what the term means. And so I think that we have a window of time. The 22 election is very, very important. You mentioned Ron DeSantis, who I have so much respect for and supported. But, you know, he almost lost to a left 10,000, 10,000 votes. He, he it's he just only amazing in 10, Florida. Votes which is more red than it's blue. And so we cannot take these things for granted. We've got to stand up. And as we wrap up this short podcast, I want you to talk about the Reawaken America rallies that are coming up in Grand Rapids. Hope probably people will be watching this or listening to it long after these events, but there's still time to register in Grand Rapids, Colorado Springs and San Antonio. And I'm glad to hear that there'll probably be more in the future. 
Yeah. So the, again, those, these, these, uh, these, and I would, I would ask if you can uh, maybe publish on your, on your site, the, uh, the link to be able to get, I can tell you right now, the one in Grand Rapids, I think we already have five or 6,000 people that are attending. We can, I, I believe we're looking at about eight to 10,000 people that are going to attend that particular one that, that tells you and tells me and tells the American people. And frankly, all of the communists that are trying to take this country over, which is, Again, it's a very small minority that is that is actually doing this. And, and uh, it tells us that the people of this country are not done yet. And, I, and let me just talk about God for a second, because they, there's a reason why you say cancel culture. They are trying to cancel God. This has been going on a long time with a, with a small group of lefties. And in the, under the Obama administration, he was, you know, they, him and the, the cronies around him, they were removing God from various memorials around Washington, D.C. They took God out of the out of the Democratic Party platform in 2012. No, nobody even pays attention to that. I can tell you as a Catholic and as a just like you described, I was a lifelong Democrat. Hell, I was a Democrat running with uh, with Trump when he was running for president in 2016. He, I was one of his one of the four people that he came down to look as a potential vice presidential candidate as a Democrat. Because I believe in this country, it has nothing to do with party. It has everything to do with what do we believe? Do we believe in liberty? Do we believe in in what this country was founded upon? And do we have God and Christianity, the Judeo-Christian principles and values that this country was built upon? We should be fearless about that. So these these upcoming events are important because it continues to, to, to showcase the kinds of things that we've been talking about on your show here. And I would I would just leave it with this, leave you with this and your audience with this. That, and I go back to what I what I absolutely believe. If people don't get involved in their local communities, we are not going to win this country back. That's how we're going to win. It's not about complaining about Washington, D.C. or complaining about Tallahassee. It's actually getting up and getting involved and finding those individuals who you believe in that can best lead your communities and our country in the future. This is about leadership now. This is about looking for those people, those patriots, if you will. I mean, even that you watch, you watch the term patriot, the left is trying to turn that into a four-letter word, Stephen, okay? And we and it is, and they, we cannot have, they're, they're going to try to cancel the word patriot or patriotism by this insurrection that's going to happen here in the next couple of months by Nancy Pelosi. If you're a patriot, you're a, you're a white racist, you know, and you're a, you're whatever. I mean, this these people are, you know. I don't I don't want to start name calling because the the one name that I know that they are is they are communists, and they are. This is about communism that has infiltrated into the bloodstream of America. And what I don't want it to be is I don't want it to attach itself to the DNA of who we are as Americans. Our country, our country will be just fine. And I want everybody to know that there are those of us that are are going to continue to champion these messages. We're going to continue to fight for this country. And if if you can't, you know, if you don't feel like you can serve in some small way, then find find somebody who you want to send a, a dollar to or, or, or find an organization that you know are, are out there fighting for, for the country. Like, you know, help out guys like Mike Lindell. Help out people like myself. Help out others like Clay Clark and others. Join these Join these different groups. Go to these different organizations that are fighting. And that, if that's how you want to serve, then, then serve in that way. But if you, can, if you can get up and get involved in your communities, 
I watched a woman, I watched a woman, and I'll shut up after this, Steve. I watched a woman stand up in front of her school committee, uh, and she was in front of her school board the other day, and she was out west. And she was great. I mean, she said all the right things, and she was like so smart and so articulate. But then the person who was videotaping her kind of scanned the room, and there was like 10 people in the room. There should have been 3,000 people from her community that joined her. You know, she said, God, what she was saying, and she was saying it because she had her own children attending the schools, and they were doing all these terrible things to their children, children who, who don't need to be masked up, children who, who, who are going to be just fine through all this COVID nonsense that are, is being forced down the throats of our entire society to shut us all up, to not allow us to get involved in our communities. But, but instead of having, you know, 3,000 people show up from her community, only 10 showed up. That, to me, sends a message to me that more and more people around our country need to be told, you need to get off your rear end and you need to get involved in your local community. Local action will have a national impact. And for those of us that are fighting at the national level, that have a national platform, like I know that I do and I, and I, and, you know, and I humbly accept it. I mean, it, to me, it's like, this is not easy because there are death threats. There are threats to my family. I mean, but the persecution is worth every second if we are able to save this country from the godless communists and the godless socialists that are taking over our, our very way of life. And they're, frankly, they're, there's about 75 of them that are members of Congress, Steve. Most people don't even know that. There's about 75 members of the what I call the Democratic Socialist Party of America that are members of our own Congress. It's not just Ocasio-Cortez or, or Uncle Bernie. It's, there's like 75 members of Congress. And, and people don't realize that. They, they keep infiltrating and they keep winning and people vote for them because that's, that's what people, because they don't even know what they vote for sometimes. And now we're getting ready to have a multi-trillion dollar infrastructure bill, a multi-trillion dollar government bill that's going to be, you know, that's going to be leveraged on us. And, I, and, and I'll finish by saying when somebody from government tells you, hey, the shots are for free, they're not for free. We're paying for them. When somebody says, I'll give you a pittance of $600, don't, you know, to, to stay away from your job, you know, to pay your bills, that's your money that you're, that's our money. It's not, it's not the government giving us money. That's us giving ourselves back money. Most people want to go back to work and want to earn a living and want to raise their families and want to have, want to have police that are backed, back to blue instead of, instead of defunding the police, right? So, I mean, I could go on and on, Steve, but I, I look forward to seeing you in, in Grand Rapids and these uh, great freedom festivals, I call them, health and freedom festivals. And uh, if you can't make it to the one in Michigan, uh, make it to the one in Colorado Springs or the one down in San Antonio. We're going to have others pass that because we are going to continue to fight for this country. And that's one of the means that we're going to use. So God bless you, Stephen Strang, for, for your book and for what you represent and for all that you do and your audience and their listeners and the international audience that you have. We're not done. America is not done. Believe me, we're one and oh against against monarchs. Well, very well said. And thank you so much for taking time. I know you're incredibly busy and I want my listeners to send this podcast, email it to people, forward it to people, put it on social media. We've got to get this word out and try to come to one of these rallies, Reawaken America 
rallies that we've been talking about. I mean, just the energy, it's exciting. You'll meet people. Uh, There'll be opportunities to meet and greet some of the speakers there. And we'll be putting more online, on my own newsletter, podcast, doing everything we can in our corner of the world to try to wake up America. And so thank you again, General Michael Flynn. I have so much respect for you. I know I speak for many when we say thank you for what you went through. I can't imagine as that all was playing out in the press, what you went through, how he, they attacked your son and everything else. So thank you for being strong. And well, Stephen, you- this is about our country. This is about our country. This is not about me. And it's not, I mean, my mine was a component of everything you're seeing today. So, and I know that, I know that. So that, you know, my, my, the persecution that I went through was a component of what everybody is seeing happen to our country today. And that's why they don't like the fact that I'm still back out there. They know that they should have buried me when they could, when they had a chance, but they made mistakes just like they're making right now. We're going to, we're going to exploit those mistakes and we have to be ready to when they make, when they make even more mistakes, because, because, you know, good will overcome evil every time. Yes, we believe that. In fact, that's what the Bible says. And we'll leave it there. And I'll thank you again for being on my podcast today. And I look forward to seeing you in Grand Rapids. God bless you. God bless you. I'm back in the studio and I wanted to add a few comments. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you share it with others. I think it's very, very important. But I also want you to stay connected with General Flynn. His website is www.com americasfuture.net. I'll spell it A-M-E-R-I-C-A-S-F-U-T-U-R-E dot N-E-T. The nice thing about a podcast is you can back it up and do it again, or you could just Google it and put in General Flynn, and I'm sure it will pop up. It's a way that you can support what he is doing, as I am personally. I think it's important that we stand with these people who are standing strong for our freedoms and for the America we know and love. As we talked about in the podcast, I think it's past the day of supporting these big political parties and some of the conservative groups that say one thing and do something else. We need to support people like Michael Flynn, and of course there are many others as well, but I specifically wanted to focus on helping americasfuture.net become better known. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report. It's the podcast to encourage you to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. And while we didn't specifically talk about that today, we did talk about our religious freedoms, about how people are trying to take God out of our culture. And I think as we are empowered by the Holy Spirit, not empowered by our own political persuasions or our own opinions, I believe that we can be agents for good. And I believe that it's time for people who believe in God, who believe in the power of the Holy Spirit, to be bold, to not be passive, to not stay in the four walls of our church, but to be out there uh, supporting candidates who are running, supporting people like General Flynn. There are so many ways we could put it, but I think you know what I mean. I think that that is part of the Spirit-filled life, not just singing and shouting and listening to sermons and Those things have their place and they're part of of our life, of course, but we need to be salt and light. Jesus said that himself. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report. 
on the Charisma Podcast Network. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report with Steve Strang. To read more from Steve, visit his blog, The Strang Report, on charismamag.com. Again, it's The Strang Report on charismamag.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.